If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. I'm home caught, you standing trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? I'm home caught, you standing trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? They ain't believing me in the beginning. Who wanna hang around now they see me winning? I'm home caught, you standing trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? Yo, it's your boy Big Court from the Holding Court Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by the ice cream man himself, Master P, Master Crunch Cereal. Uh, This is the Honey Nut Toasted Oats available in all grocery stores. So go to your local grocery store and pick this up. And this is a cool collectible box. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this is pretty dope. Master Crunch Cereal. Go pick yours up. Salute. Hey, what's up, world? Welcome to the Holding Court Podcast with your boy, Big Court. You know what I'm saying? Today, we got a very special guest, a dear friend of mine, somebody I consider family, my big brother from another mother, real talk, my no limit brother, you know what I'm saying? No limit, uh, underboss, boss of all bosses, you know what I'm saying? Big buys of No Limit Records. What's good with you, big brother? I'm beautiful, man. Happy to be here, man. I'm definitely... Happy to see you doing your thing, man. It's a long time coming, and I told you you was on the right track a long fucking time ago. So now you're starting to see the fruits of your labor, man. It's it's beautiful to see that, you know? Yeah, I appreciate that, big brother. One thing, though, that I appreciate about you, man, you have always supported me for years, forever. Anything I ever wanted to do, you pull me to the side, and you always tell me the truth, no matter if I want to hear it or not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you yeah. You keep it 1,000, you know what I mean? And okay. you, even even the phone call that you gave me, um, you called me what about a month or two ago? Month ago, yeah, yeah, about a month yeah out the clear blue, and you mm-hmm. gave me some real words, and they hit right on time too, because you know, you know, we in this business, bro, and we living yeah. this life, and you could be feeling some kind of way, and it yeah. just show you that you in tune, you know what I'm saying, with yeah. your guy, and you gave me some real words, so that's what I always love about you, you know what I'm saying? You always gonna keep it one thousand. <laughs> now you know you know i tell people all the time you're more connected than you know to other people and then when your soul resonates with somebody you can feel them you know what i'm saying like sometimes i just get a feeling and a thought mm-hmm. that you know a partner of mine or somebody that you know i'm close to you know need to hear from me yeah or uh, 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 might you know need this or need that so i pick up the phone and i do it out of the clear blue sky just like i did with you because i was feeling that yep, you see what i'm saying my dude i know my dude out there grinding he making yeah, moves man. and shit going but i gotta make sure you understand yeah he on the right track and he doing the right motherfucking thing and don't let nobody stop you from doing nothing you're doing i don't care how hard it get what happened Nigga, what's up? It is what it is. My number ain't changing. The words was right on time, big brother. So, yeah. um, hey, I want to start from the beginning, bro, because, you know, everybody knows your face. Everybody knows your name, you know, like mm-hmm. the old cheer song. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But, <laughs> you know, a lot of people, you know, you still kind of a mystery. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Let's start from the beginning, bro. Like you from New Orleans. You grew up in what part? 
Calio Project. Same way place P did. I just was a little older than P. Mm-hmm. So I was out. I was out off the porch a little bit older. You know, I've been mm-hmm. out there since I was a youngster. You know, mm-hmm. like you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, cut 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 my teeth getting street poison early, all that that you shit. You know, he's living on the precipice of disaster. You know, oh, what I mean? without, without a doubt, you understand. <laughs> don't know that still today. Don't know how we got out that motherfucker to be right here, right now. You understand? Yeah, but by the grace of God, I guess that's what got us here. You know? Yeah, real talk. So you and Pete, y'all go back, y'all childhood friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever since we was young, and uh, and uh, we went to the same kind of grade school called St. Monica, mm-hmm. and that was a place that. They sense, you know, certain kids got to go there if their parents could afford mm-hmm. to send them. It was a private school. Mm-hmm. But most of the kids in the project went to public schools. Mm-hmm. And so we wore uniforms with the private school shit like that. Mm-hmm. So that that created, a, you know, a dichotomy and made it like a, a difference between this and that and the third, you know, yeah. and that that also perpetuated me into the streets and doing violent shit and shit like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. People seem to think that if you go into a better school or you got education, that you're trying to be better than them or they feel some type of way about it. So they're going to try to pick on you, especially mm-hmm. with me being light skinned, growing up in the yeah. project and all that shit, man. So that just started me on that road early. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that was in the Calio? Yeah, that was in the Calio project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what was a young boss like, you know what I'm saying? As a kid, was you, you know what I mean? Was you rambunctious was you outgoing was you an introvert like not really i was always i was always you know kind of outgoing but as a kid i hung out with older older people older motherfuckers like the ogs in the neighborhood grabbed me up when i was 12 13 Mm -hmm. years old you know what i mean i was Mm -hmm. running in the street doing things been learning from them they started me off with you know they used to like to play sports and shit like that so i should be out there doing that with them they might have been 20, 21. I was like 13, you know what I mean? And uh, they was teaching me different things they wanted me to know. But I was always educated because my parents reared me. My mother, anyway, made sure I went to a Catholic school mm-hmm. in order to get my academic prowess yeah. up. You know what I mean? Sure. So be able to write, speak, speak well, you know. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. I always used to say, man, good manners. Uh, and respect and being able to speak well will get you indoors. The money can't, you know. What oh, I'm yes, yes, indeed. Yes, yeah. indeed. Um, so I mean, what did you want to be when you was young? Like, what did you think? Uh, that Bonds was gonna grow fucking up hustler. That was, <laughs> that's all I saw. You know, when I was young, man, coming up, I didn't really realize that they had all these different opportunities in the world. You know, to be an actor, to be fucking doctors and all that shit. I didn't see none of that. All I saw was this nigga motherfucker named Sam Scully coming down Galvin Street, the street I lived on, you understand, in a, in a 98, you understand, this yeah, just, the Oldsmobile. What's that? The, is that yeah, the Delta? Oldsmobile. Oldsmobile. Yeah. Oldsmobile, we call it 98. Yeah. Oldsmobile. This, this was in 1978. <laughs> coming, this motherfucker coming down the avenue with coach lights on the side, elbows yeah. on that thing, bold ties, you understand? Yeah, yeah. Most beautiful thing I ever seen in my life. I said, I don't give a fuck what he do. That's what I wants to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's how we was as kids. And then I had like a lot of girl cousins and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So he was sweet on one of my cousins and shit. And he used to call me, man, give me $50 to go call her so he could talk to her and shit like that. She was, <laughs> she, was, she was scared to death. Her name was Gwen. Gwen would be scared to death to go 
go talk to him and shit. I say, shit, he give me fifty dollars just to come get you, bitch. What you think he gonna give you? Fuck is wrong with you? You better get your broke ass down there. You understand? And go get this motherfucking money. And uh, you know that was that was a that was inspiration to me. Uh, like the song Ghetto Heroes. If you listen to it, that Pete made, we did that together. And I was sitting down there reciting like all of the people. Like he knew some guys, I knew others. Mm-hmm. I knew more than him because I was like older. Mm-hmm. Like I was really in it with them, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Cause they came, got me as a youngster and started yeah. grooming me. Yeah. When I was, you know, when I was 12, 13, people was like nine, yeah, yeah. Eight, you know? So I was, yeah. you know, I was on one already yeah. by the time high school and shit came it was it was all yeah, over it was a rap you was already knee yeah, deep i'm fucked fucked up I, yeah. was, I was fucked up by then <laughs> so so bruh so you never even as a kid said you know what i want to go be a fireman i wanted to when you rose your hand and they said well what you want to be you said i want to be a motherfucking hustler you better ask <laughs> just like snoop said in the motherfucking video <laughs> yeah <I> <laughs> We had a we had a paper in school and a partner of mine uh, wrote about the fishing. This in high school, mm-hmm. and they was asking what's the future, and he wrote, uh, "It's gonna be wrestling and drugs." <laughs> he said that's the future. He said that's gonna be the future. I'm telling y'all, this is always gonna be drugs, and it, and this was in 1979, 80. Yeah. So you know that shit was right. He was yeah. he was right on time. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's. Yeah. Around that time, then all that shit with the Contra affair, and they were, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, smuggling yeah. drugs in the United States, yeah. selling for arms and right, all kind right, of right. shit like that. So he was right on time with that. You know wow. what I'm saying? But yeah. shit, back. So I'm thinking in your day, you know, it was it wasn't even it was about boy back then. No, it was about both. It was about girl and boy. It was it was really three wheel motion because mm-hmm. we had weed too. Cause mm-hmm. I started off when they first started me off. It was marijuana. I started smoking weed around sixth grade. Mm-hmm. By the time I was in the seventh grade, I was fucking selling joints and shit. Mm-hmm. Roll, give me a quarter pound, roll up puffers. Mm-hmm. We had a little two dollar joints. We sell those. So when I started high school in the ninth grade, I would go to school. I roll up like fifty joints every day. Mm-hmm. Bam, and I sell them. And I just mm-hmm. that'll be my money. That's my hustle. That's every day I'm doing that. Every day I go to school. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I got $52 joint, so I'm making $100 a day this in 1979. Wow. So, you know, that was my thing. So yeah. I was doing that. Then I was, you know, buying clothes, dressing, and finessing. Yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah, my yeah. You know I rock court. Oh, I already nigga know. Been, nigga been fly <laughs> like that since he was a child, oh, man. You've been, you know you been, you know what I'm saying, ever since you was young, I guess you fell in a box of glitter, been shining ever since then. Because I know yeah. every time I see you, you shining. I already know that you dress, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drip yeah. be real. What, yeah. um, so, so that transition, because, I mean, at some point, you know, we all kind of start out with weed, you know what I'm saying? Because I did the mm-hmm. same thing, you know what I mean? I started mm-hmm. out with weed, then I moonlighted with some other bullshit, you know what I mean? I didn't like that, but I ended up going back to weed. So at what point did you, you know what I'm saying, say, okay, I'm going to go fuck with this, go get to this real money? Well, it wasn't really about the money. It's about what position they put me in because once mm-hmm. they saw, when I started with the weed and started doing that, making a little money, they was like, come here, little boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take this. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a bundle. You know what I mean? They showed me what a bundle was. Mm-hmm. Bundle was these little aluminum foil bags of dope. Mm-hmm. And they would give you a, a, a bundle of them, the aluminum foil bags. They were like $10 a bag. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. They give you like $350 worth in the bag. Mm-hmm. And they tell you, here, go stand right here, go in this hallway here, take this pistol, mm-hmm. and don't let nobody go in your bags and check on you. We're going to run the junkers that way if they want to sell it to them, but don't let them fuck with you. If they play with your spanker, mm-hmm. it's as simple as that is all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they taught you this at how old? I was about 13 when I was wow. talking that. Damn. Damn, that's yeah. some cold shit, bro. You got turned out early. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, they wasn't playing, man. They, yeah. they would get up, they would get, they would recruit young guys back then because yeah. you know they got juvenile charges. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Like you, you remember Miller that was running with yeah. us? He got, yeah, he got juvenile life. Juvenile life, Miller yeah. had juvenile life. Same thing. Yeah, he was in the hallway with the dude. The same thing went on. He wind up hitting the dude from. Yep. He kind of shot across the thing. He wasn't really aiming. Mm-hmm. Nobody hit the dude in the mouth, blew his brains out. So he wind up doing juvenile life. He was like 14 when he left. Damn, damn, yeah. yeah. But he was younger than me too. Like all them cats was younger than mm-hmm. me. Like when they started doing it, I was like the eldest statement. You yeah, know, I was the older yeah, dude, older yeah. cat. So I can imagine though, because I know you to be very intelligent. You probably still got straight A's and shit in school. Yeah, yeah. School yeah. wasn't no problem for me. Mm-hmm. You know, navigating that wasn't hard. Mm-hmm. You know, motherfucker reading my comprehension level was always good. Yeah. But I had good bases and foundation from all them, you know, primary elementary schools and stuff that mm-hmm. my mom sent me to. Then I went to an all boys academic collegiate high school. Mm-hmm. They put like 80% people graduate from there, go to college. And mm-hmm. out of that 80%, another 75% graduated from college. Shit like mm-hmm. that. So, so I was really <clears throat> So once you graduated, bro, did you, what'd you do once you, you know, once you came out of high school? Um, as you know, I just continued to say I dope all the way through that. <laughs> and then after I got out of high school, I was mm-hmm. still in the streets. And then um, I started I started going to college, mm-hmm. but I was hustling still. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting in trouble. Like, yeah, yeah. With, with the police and shit, yeah. like getting, you know, fucking assault charges, all kind of shit going on. Because mm-hmm. back then, the police used to jack us a lot. Like, mm-hmm. they catch you with money, dope, they'll take it from you. you mm-hmm. know? Shit like that. They be looking for motherfuckers, set them up, put put dope on you if they won't give you a charge, shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I started getting in trouble and shit. And uh, I was going to college, and I started getting in trouble, and then going to, you know, about, like, going to jail, I felt this bad aura on me. So they had a guy come down, and they was recruiting people to come to this aeronautics school in Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I signed up with them and I wound up leaving New Orleans and I went to Tulsa, Oklahoma to go to avionics school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went there, graduated. But when I'm when I'm in Tulsa at avionics school, I bumped into a cat named Big E, my partner out in LA. I and, met Big E. I met, yeah, I met the movie set, so, yeah. Yeah, so he had a, had a partner named Ebone, and then he had another partner named Van. Mm-hmm. And Van and Ebone had all the cocaine you could shake a stick at. Mm-hmm. So I'm just out there going to school. I bump into E. We go to L.A. He turned me on and all that. So fuck it. Here we go again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, we was in Oklahoma. So I'm in Oklahoma and Tulsa, and I done got plugged up with E. Back then, you know, bricks was like 13, it was 13 a, a brick. Shit. So 13 back then? Yeah, that it was 13 many. back then, man. This is, this is like 82. So that means, shit, them zippers, them zippers was what, $600? Shit, it was, two, it was 2000 in Oklahoma. 
Really? Yeah. Wow. God I was damn. On, well, I was that's, on a crazy. That's why you was down there. Okay. That's why I was down. But I didn't know, you know, but yeah. I don't know why I be like just so all you, through my life. You get I don't know 60, why I cope. You get 70, like, you get you getting 70 off a book. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was doing. Yeah. Wow. That's what I was doing. <laughs> and you know me, at that time, I was bringing it down to the lowest terms. I was eight-balling it out and all that. I was killing the game. I was killing the game. I take a whole brick, go eight balls all the way up, straight up. Didn't do, I wouldn't even do it. The first time, I didn't even do ounces. Yeah. Even, see, you gotta, I was on the ground. Then as I'm doing that, I bumped in the E. And then that's when me and E hooked up right around the time when I get ready to graduate from school. Mm-hmm. So I graduated from school and then the the, the, the plant shut down because mm-hmm. Boeing took their contract. It was another Northern or something like that. Mm-hmm. Boeing took a big contract from them. Not, they had to lay some people off. Mm-hmm. So I got laid off. And then when I got laid off, I bumped in the E, me and him started running it. Bam, we go to LA on and popping after that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Wow. So, <clears throat> so, now you graduate, you get laid off from your job. So now you need deep in the hustling, right? So you're getting a good run. You're getting to the money. Oh, um, my God. Back at it again. <laughs> <laughs> so how long was that run? Uh, that run lasted about a, about a year or so because uh, we got knocked off. Mm-hmm. You know, what happened with that? What happened? Details well, what, what happened with that? What happened to a guy named... Uh, it was a it was a couple of guys from New Orleans came up there. So there was one guy named Troy, and uh, Troy was a square dude, and he was working in restaurant and shit. But we was making money, and he was like, "Man, put me on, help me, dude. You know, I'm from New Orleans. You my guy, man. Come on, man, do this, do that." But I'm like, "Dude, you're a square, and you ain't really cut for this. You know what I mean? Man, just give me a shot, bro. You letting all these niggas other do what you bad. I'm your homeboy." So I'm like, "Okay, you know, I gave him some shit to do. He fuck it up." You know what I'm saying? I gave him some other shit to do. He fuck it up. And instead of me cutting my losses, you know, I said, well, look, I'm going to put you on this plane and you pick this package up, bring it back. They're going to pay off your debt. Yeah. Man, I sent this man on the plane. He got busted with the money on the way to go school. And when he did, he wished me call it, man. Said the people touched him with the money. He told God on Jesus. <laughs> wow. I'm telling you, so, hold on. so this man, this man just got caught with money. And money it all up. And told God on Jesus. They slapped him once to talk and twice to shut up. Damn. So, so I'm assuming. So he gets he get popped with the money going. So do they allow him to go and yep. cop and do a control? Yep, that's delivery? exactly what he did. Yeah. He went he went bust e brother. Mm-hmm. Damn. So when he bust e brother, e brother and wife was in the house, but they would go get the shit. Troy, he was gonna fly back. Mm-hmm. He bust his brother. So when he brother, brother get busted with the work, then he fucking turn over. Mm-hmm. He tell on his brother and me and my other partner, Felton. Damn. So hold, hold on. Homie told on his own brother. Yes, sir. Wow. Gave, gave him up. Wow. So did the so at that time, did he did he like come back, get y'all to work, and then or he no, just no, I knew something was wrong because he took too long. Like Mm-hmm. I had done, done this a few times with people mm-hmm. and I knew the schedule. Mm-hmm. I would make them call me when you land, call mm-hmm. me when you get where you're going, mm-hmm. call me. I knew you, you got to call and yeah. check in with me at every yeah. point. Make sure it ain't no lag time. Yeah. But it was lag. See, when the yeah. lag time yeah. came from him leaving yeah. and getting there and, and t- yeah. he got there and then he told me, oh man, the plight got delayed, this, that, and the other. I'm like, yeah, okay. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then he was, you know, he just wasn't talking. He was fidgety like and shit yeah. like that. So I was like, man, all right, I'm going to be gone, man. I just was hiding that to see what you was doing because I figured I was being, you know, recorded yeah. by then. Yeah. I hangs up the phone, pack up all my shit, get everything together, my little change and all that. Boom. I head out. And uh, I sit across the street at a restaurant and I'm watching all these cars going to this apartment complex where I was living. Mm-hmm. So I'm across the street watching them. Mm-hmm. They're going in seven, eight cars deep. So I know the people. They go kick the door and whatever think they're gonna bust me. I'm gone. Mm-hmm. So I was I was on the lamb for about six, eight months. Damn. So what they hit you with conspiracy? Yeah, they hit me with conspiracy. Okay. So <clears throat> if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. What was going through your mind when you knew you was going to have to face that? Like, what what was you doing? Getting your shit together? You know what I mean? Like, getting yeah, your body. Well, first I was on the run and it was, it was hard for me with that because, you know, like, you get paranoid. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you got money, you got pistols, you're doing this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fucked up. And then everything I run into, you know, people in a situation look funny with me. I'm damn near about to hit. Yeah. You understand? So after a minute of that, I did that for six, seven months, and I was like, man, you know what? I'm tired of this shit. Yeah. At the time, they had already picked E up. He was in jail. That was in jail. I was the only one out on the run. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, fuck it. I went back. Man, I'm going back home to see my people. Mm-hmm. I went back to New Orleans. So my mom there told them what was up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Let them know, you know, people probably going to come get me because I'm tired of this shit. Yeah. I'll give my sister and them some money and shit to put up for me. Yeah. Cars and all that shit. Like, look. Y'all keep this shit, whatever I got. I'm going to go take a ride, whatever. Mm-hmm. People can't pick me up. Damn. So you called them and told them and just turned yourself in? No, I ain't called them. I knew they was checking. You know oh, what I mean? Wow. They, was, they, they had a net out. They had okay. a net out for me. Okay. And they, they knew I was from New Orleans. They knew yeah. my background. And yeah. then, like, the local law enforcement knew me from, you yeah. know, all my other shit I was yeah. doing down there. Yeah. So they just had a bead out for me. So oh, by the okay. time I got home, they they was checking and they and they called the house and whoop, whoop. And then they came down. They knew I was there. Came knocked on the door. Yeah, wow. <clears throat> so that was your first time ever getting in trouble, huh? Well, yeah, that's my first time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, on some serious shit, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I had a bunch of soul temperature yeah, yeah. and all that, but none of that stuck. It was like just like, you know. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So you turn yourself in, right? And so, but they never caught you with a grain of salt, though, right? So it's just conspiracy, just because another nigga said it. That's crazy. That's so, so you, so I'm assuming you, you just went on here and cop. You know what I mean? You took a plea, straight up. Yeah. And what was your plea for? Well, I was facing zero to twenty. First, first lawyer came in there and told me in the county jail, locked up. They took me back, shipped me back to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I'm in there, so I'm in a county. You know what I'm saying? You know how you gotta go through that shit. I'm mm-hmm. sitting there dealing with all these fakers, stupid ass motherfuckers and shit. So. I'm ready to go. I'm like, shit, send me the pen. I'm trying to get out this stupid shit. So the lawyer, like, coming there, oh, you got to help yourself, whatever, whatever. This guy cooperating. If you tell on this one, this, that, and the other, they'll get you this. I said, man, you fired. I said, you fired. You you, you ain't here to help me. Real talk. You're here to help your motherfucking self. You're working with the DA trying to run my numbers up. I know I'm a statistic. I'm guilty, so I'm going to plead guilty, but you're not going to be my lawyer because I don't want a fucking thing to do with you. You're talking the wrong shit. 
So he left, bam, they sent me another public defender. I wouldn't even spend the money on a lawyer because I know I was hit. Yeah. Like, because my partner, E, I told him that he spent 35000 on a lawyer and got more time than me because they had him at the top because he was like connected to the guys. Yeah. Yeah. Which McCall and them had and told the whole story. Fuck your bro- it's hard to say you ain't do shit and your brother sitting on the stand saying you this, that, that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But once yeah. I knew his brother was poor, I parading in Jack Charles, but I just fucking say, well, I played guilty. Yeah. So I was facing 20 years. It was zero to 20. So I figured, well, fuck, it's my first offense and shit. I probably don't get the whole dub, but if I do, I was, you know, I was on yeah. one. So yeah, yeah. that's just how I rock. You know what I mean? Right. So I wind up getting, I wind up catching eight though. They hit okay. me with a, a nickel. It hit me with a nickel and and three tail. Okay, yeah. so you did you did how much of that eight in the feds, right? Yeah, the yeah. feds. How I much did, of that eight you have to do? I did four. I did like four years and a half, something like that, and then uh, I think I got like two months off of each year, mm-hmm. and then I and then I did a three year tail. But I wound up doing a one year tail because the uh, the lady that was my parole officer in New Orleans, I knew her, her husband and all that shit, so. After a year being clean, she recommended that I get taken off. And, mm-hmm. So, what yeah. was your what was your prison experience like? Like, you know, what I'm saying once you got into that bitch, I mean, because you ain't in the county jail now. Now you 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 nah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in the county jail, I'm on push ups, you know, eating and shit, mm-hmm. trying to get right. Because I'm thinking gladiator school. Yeah. You know, I'm 19. I'm 19 years old. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm I'm ready to do whatever. Like, yeah. It's on. You know what I mean? I get to the penitentiary though, and it's a whole different situation. You mm-hmm. know. Motherfuckers choose what you want to be. You want to be a man, you can be a man. You want to be a hoe, you can be a hoe. Whatever you are going to show and you can't hide and hit them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, I really got to meet some super hip cats. That shit changed my life, actually. And I think I attribute that a lot to my success in life and mm-hmm. different businesses I've been in and things I've done. You know, because they had a lot of older cats that yeah. I acclimated to. I ain't fuck with none of the young cats, nobody yeah. my age, man. I would run around with 55, 60-year-olds, 70-year-olds, you understand? Mm-hmm. And I met some beautiful dudes in there, like older dudes that yeah. really about money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so you did your time. You didn't let it do you. No, not at all, man. That dude named Edgar Dillon Duke. He was my main man. He the one that really put a lot of fat on my head. Mm-hmm. Another guy named Robert Stepney. You can look him up. This dude was a, he was an underboss to Nicky Bonds. He had like 500 dudes in New York under him. Mm-hmm. Man told me, man told me, I need you. So you should say, as soon as you sit down, come see me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I used to carry tough up in there. You know how I rock. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so, I'm already knowing. Yeah, so he was like, man, I need you. You understand? Yeah, yeah. As soon as you could come see me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So shit like that. Okay. Did you have any run-ins when you was locked up? Or it was you just kept to yourself, stayed out the prison politic bullshit? No, it wasn't prison politics. It was more like, you know, you ride for your homeboys and like the older dudes I fuck with. So when I see young dudes being disrespectful or something like that, I would put my foot in their ass behind that. Mm-hmm. You know, let them know, look, these my motherfucking dudes. Mm-hmm. They they led the way for us and me, and you gonna respect them like you respect me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because you see, they got that age on them. You feel like you could use your no. That don't. I don't rock like that. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Plus, these motherfuckers will cut you in your fucking head if you play it. If you, you want to, <laughs> you just think you, you're doing something. You know, yeah. you're not youngsters being there, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, most of the shit I got into, though, was behind other people. You got know, you. Like, hey, I'm the boy. same way. <clears throat> I'm the same way, bro. Most of the fights that I got in growing up, I say 80% of them was, was somebody else's beef. Me taking up for somebody who couldn't defend themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I always used to consider myself, I used to bully the bullies. 
I yeah. hate a fucking bully. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I would see motherfuckers picking on people, you know, literally. I used to say, man, you see this nigga don't want no problem, but I do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And just take off on a nigga. You know what I yeah. mean? So I always been a natural protector like that. You yeah. know what I mean? So I guess, you know, it come natural for people like us. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's it. That's what it is. Yeah. So once you, uh, so you get out, you know what I'm saying? You do your bid. And so you parole to New Orleans? Yeah, straight up. Yeah. So once you get out, at that point, what is P doing? What's he into? He At that time, he was in, uh, he was in, California in Richmond and he was out there and they was about to open up the store. He was fucking mm-hmm. with the No Limit store. He was yeah. out there fucking with that store doing that mm-hmm. shit. And uh, as he was doing the store, he would come back to New Orleans every now and then. Mm-hmm. So before I left <laughs> and I went to jail, he was looking for me mm-hmm. because I was, I was in Oklahoma doing shit, but I would fly to New Orleans too. Mm-hmm. I might, you know, I might dump three, four bricks, you know, for 24, 25, mm-hmm. you know, make me like make you 10, quick 12, 10. Yeah. 10, 11 off the top, yeah. do that two, three times, then go mm-hmm. back there. So I'm moving around and shit. Mm-hmm. Then I got a sling of bras, a slew of bras with me. I'm flying mm-hmm. them all kind of shit. So bam, bam, bam. So when I get knocked, he was looking for me, you know, this motherfucker running down. Cause I had like, <laughs> I had a 928, I had a 928 Porsche back then. Yeah. And I had, I used to go there late. Mm-hmm. So I was out there. I got big Duke chains. We remember the Porsche jewelry and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Had the ring. They had the ring yeah. chain and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fila sweatsuits yeah. and shit. Yeah. And I'm coming back to New Orleans clowning. You know yeah. what I mean? So Pete hears about me. He's searching for me. So uh, by the time I got out, I went to jail. And then I got back out. He was out in LA because mm-hmm. he had had his run in. Brother got killed. All mm-hmm. that shit had happened. So mm-hmm. he was out in LA. And then uh, he was coming back. Mm-hmm. So he was telling me, bam, he came back. It's like, man, we're trying to start this little thing. Him and C's, you know, bunch of motherfuckers. So they all coming back. Mm-hmm. So he's like, man, we trying to do this thing. What's up? You know, you trying to fuck with this or what? I said, shit, what's happening? You know, what y'all doing? He said, man, come to LA with me. Bam. I jump on the plane. Bam, we fly up there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? My pockets got the mumps. Money falling all on the ground when I get out the car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he like, man, I see you doing your thing, whatever, man. What's up? You know, mm-hmm. we trying to work up. So, we, we so, with it. so once he bought the label situation, once P formulated, hey, I'm gonna get into this music shit. We gonna start this label, No Limit Records. I'm gonna be the rapper. We got TRU. I mean, you coming from the streets, you know what I'm saying, and coming from really getting to it, you know what I'm saying, living off the fat of the land, like. Like, what did you think about that? You know what I'm saying? Did you see the the potential in that, making that transition? Or was you like, man, records, like, what the fuck? Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now, I was all in from day one. You asked me to tell you. As soon as he said it's something to get out of whatever, I'm like, man, come on. Because I seen where I had been and I knew what it is and I knew what I was going to wind up doing. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to keep doing this shit the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He, and he was like, okay. You know, so a lot of the time, but when we first started, I still, you know, I was I was hot-footing it. Yeah. One in, one out, you know, doing yeah. my time. Yeah. Still, I'm, 
I'm trying to stay on base. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go sideways, nigga. I know what's <laughs> yeah, going yeah, you know, yeah, you know. Yeah, you're covering your bases real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I look, look like I'm sliding for first and shit. Yeah. So I'm, uh, so I'm in there. I'm fucking around like that. But he like, man, look, this is the move. We got to do this, but we need this much to do this, and we got to do this and that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let's go. Let's mm-hmm. go get it because I'm this. I ain't doing nothing else, you know what I mean? At that time, I'm working for Cox Cable, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and out in the streets and shit. So yeah. I'm like, shit, it's something a lot bigger than that. Yeah. Let me ask you, bro, and you know, I know you're going to keep it raw with me. When you was working for Cox Cable, um, was you making deliveries in the Cox Cable? Uh, Everything under the sun. <laughs> <laughs> That was the best cover right there. Uh, man, man, would you tell me? I had I used to have Pete ride in the truck with me and shit, man. They laughed at me like, man, you crazy. What are you doing? Hey, what what he told me that story, bro. When the police got behind y'all, thought y'all yeah. was gonna pull y'all over. What did happen? I was in the wall, I was riding up gentilly. I'm in my truck and uh he in the passenger seat and I'm about to go serve whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh so the police I hadn't been home, man, maybe. Yeah, something like that. So police behind us, they throw their lights on and shit. I'm like, man, fuck. I'm like, dude, slide back. I told him, slide back. I said, dude, slide back, put your window down, get the fuck out the way. I am not going back to jail. I'm telling you that right fucking now. Yeah. So I'm thinking the people about to pull us over, get behind, whatever. So I'm figuring they get close enough, we gonna we gonna get it in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Man, the motherfucker Pete looked at me and said, nigga, I don't give a fuck what you do. If you better let me out this bitch. I'm going to tell them people you kidnapped me. <laughs> so he fight, trying to knock the gun out my hand and all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? That man's sick as a motherfucker. But he didn't save me from doing stupid shit, and I, I didn't save them too. So we yeah. go back and yeah. forth. He didn't, say, he didn't save all of us from doing some stupid shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you remember that night I told you I I was behind whoop to whoop whoop, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I called Petey and was like, hey, I'm behind whoop whoop whoop. You right. know what I'm saying? Pete was yeah. like, man, yeah. go home. Man, you know get saying? off that. Go what, home. What, hey, what'd you say? You was like, boy, you should have called me. I <laughs> told you get his bitch ass because I've been wanting. <laughs> so you doing it, you you still kind of one foot in, one one foot out. Um uh so cause I remember when I hooked up with P. In 95, I think right at Down South Hustlers, that was the first record that we did with him. I used to hear your name, but I, I, I hadn't met you yet. You know, I used to hear Boz, Boz, Boz. But this is when we was in Hayward in Oakland. Right. You know, so once once the shit start taking off, once you start seeing Ice Cream Man and Bout It come out, you know what I'm saying? Like, what what did you think? Like, was you like, damn, this shit really happening? Did you expect that or was it unexpected? Like, this shit... Well, I knew I knew one thing when I when I heard the music when we was in the studio making the music, I knew it was realer than anything else I was listening to. I mean, I related to other people's shit and all that, but it wasn't my experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even with the Ghetto Boys, even with, with Ice Cube, man, even with Snoop or whatever, it was you know it was relatable. I understood something, but it wasn't my experience. Mm-hmm. So when we started putting our experience down and like the shit that we really was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it resonated with me, and I really enjoyed it, and it made me feel a certain way. And I figured it would with other people. Mm-hmm. It was just some super side, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. You know, black owned and independent has always been the thing that I've always pushed. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? that's what I told people when we started doing. I said, man, I put that in everything. Mm-hmm. Everything we do, black owned, independent is our shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get away from them. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We, we on our own with this one. Mm-hmm. And make a motherfucker understand that. Yeah. What's um so when the money start really coming in, you know what I'm saying? I remember you telling me a story about mm-hmm. when uh when Petey, you know what I'm saying, uh gave you a little something. Mm-hmm. And uh what you thought, you thought that he had done some bullshit, huh? They all some fucked up. They never seen that type of money in no bank account. I was yeah. like, what the fuck you do? We going to jail. Uh, <laughs> what what had happened with that? Well, you know, he he we, you know, we had started recouping money from record sales and mm-hmm. shit. Then uh after that I had a Range Rover when he came. When he first came to me and we started, I had a Range Rover, mm-hmm. fucking old school, 66 and powder convertible, mm-hmm. a few things. You know, I'm in the street. So he was like, the first little check he got, he, he hit me with like 250. Mm-hmm. And he put it in the bank. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? What you doing? Man, we're gonna go to jail. We can't. But I'm not really snapping all yeah. the way to where we at. He's yeah. like, dude, you gotta check the fuck is wrong with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come on, just just come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was trying to take me out the city because at yeah. the time I was still, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he was like, man, it's just fuck it. So he was like, we went to the dealership, traded my truck in, got a brand new rover and shit. Bam, jump on the plane, go to LA. So he started laying shit out. Like, dude, this is where we at now. We gotta we gotta stop all that other shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We gotta mm-hmm. cease and desist. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got yeah. the same speech, bro. He told yeah, me the I same know. thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, he you know, P put you to the side. Yeah, you know, if you won't go with me on this thing, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You're gonna have to do the right thing, you know, yeah, quick yeah, with all yeah. that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. so I got that same speech. So, but yeah. you said bro called you though, told you to look in your bank account or something. There. Oh, that was, that was that was after the second time. That's when mm-hmm. he told me to welcome to the Millionaires Club. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He just called me. I was in New Orleans at home. He was in LA, and uh, he had went down. But it was like a, a week before when we met with the record exec at this restaurant. So you know, I always been in fine restaurants, dining mm-hmm. and shit like that. You know, mm-hmm. people fucking. McDonald's and shit. Waffle House. But yeah. yeah, he don't give a fuck yeah. about yeah. that Waffle shit. Waffle House is his spot. So he's like, listen, you're going to this place. I want you to order some good fucking wine and shit. Sit down with these people. Order some food and shit. We're going to get this money. So just come on here and play your part. You do what I tell you. This, that, and I go, all right, fuck it. Come on. So we go to some fucking Shenwise or something in L.A. You know, laid out and order some fucking Chateau Me Doc nineteen eighty two shit like that. I got some super fly shit coming on. I'm I'm all over the menu and shit. This motherfucker said, "Yeah, order me a cheeseburger." I said, "These people don't." <laughs> <laughs> Like motherfucker, they ain't got no cheeseburgers. Up here. What the fuck is wrong with you? Man, we're ordering me something I could get, so I got him some shit. I got him yeah. a steak or something, some fries and shit like that. So he talked to the dude, whatever. Bam, get through the meat. Bank out. He said, "Dude, we straight." Mm-hmm. Said they gonna give us ten. I was like, ten what? He said, "Watch." <laughs> said, "Just come on, we gonna wish my card, man. We leaving shit." So about three or four days later, or something. He just called me one morning. I'm at home here in LA. I'm in New Orleans. Like, dude, I just called to tell you something. Welcome to the Millionaires Club. Check your account. Hung up the phone. Bam. That was it. Damn. And you checked your account. What was there? 1.2, something like that. Damn. Just like that, huh? Just like that. Straight <laughs> up off the top. No yeah. worries. So once you knew you was an official millionaire, you didn't have to look over your shoulder. You didn't have to worry about nothing. What did that feel like? Like, you was like, damn. 
I yeah, mean, it was it was it was different. You know, I'm young still. I'm 27, 28. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We get money like nobody business, and mm-hmm. then uh, you know you, you just get a little looser because you mm-hmm. know you, you know now you can really just go you get what you, you can go get what like you at want. At that time, I would hold more money when I was in the street because I couldn't go spend fifty thousand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, real talk. I, I couldn't go take a hundred thousand. Yeah, this and buy this and that. Yeah, and then that's when I started. You know, that's when. When I started doing other shit, then I started. That's when I met Joe, Joe mm-hmm. Rosenberg, still my jeweler to the day. I talked mm-hmm. to him today. He just got a Cartier bracelet for my my girl for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, but met Joe, and uh, I started designing jewelry with him mm-hmm. and making shit. And then uh, you know turning P on the different shit. You know P would go to Mister Goldman or whatever the middle of the mall, just buy mm-hmm. some shit mm-hmm. already made, prefab, whatever. Mm-hmm. I started Joe making like fine jewelry, like mm-hmm. Tiffany's and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll sit up there, you know, and design some shit. So I started spending money on that level and like buying houses, just cop a crib, two fifty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Put my family in it, cop a crib for my mom, bam, put mm-hmm. her in it, paid everything off and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, just making moves like that, just on a bigger scale, and it was without having to worry about. You know, being questioned, yeah, all then where this come from, that come from, or yeah. whatever. So it was, it was liberating in that way. Yeah, yeah, real talk. Because when you got that hustle money, it's cool, but you become a prisoner of your money too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I can I can remember <clears throat> it was a time where you know, and P can attest to this, man. I had shit. You know how we do it. I had damn near a million dollars in my house. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I couldn't do really shit that I wanted you, to do. You you All know. you can do is hoard it because That's you can't it. fuck. That's it's it. like you, you can't spend no chunks like that. Nope. You know what nope. I'm saying? Nope. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> you know. like, damn, you got all this little money and I can't shit. I just come home, hope my house ain't burnt down all the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, so once the shit start rolling, big brother, like, you know, so you got the ice cream man and then the, the it was just an explosion with no limit. You know what I'm saying? Then to make that transition into movies. Um you kind of had a natural knack for acting. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because what, what was the first movie? It was about it. About it. Yeah. About it. And mm-hmm. then, I mean, so what was that like for you? Because, I mean, you were a street nigga well, through and through. Well, so now you well, got to get on camera. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, we was doing reality TV and movies before it was reality TV and movies. Like, yeah. that's what I'm about it was. I'm about it was more of an inner, uh, uh, like, we were just playing out our life at mm-hmm. the time. You know, like the shit we was going through. Because, like, Everything in it was real. The dolphins was real. Mm-hmm. The, the, the dope was real. The, the money was real. <laughs> they said the dope was real. Guns <laughs> was real. We ain't have no FX dude and all that shit. Special, special yeah. effects shit and all that. Man, we was we was making it happen. Yeah. And then, you know, we had to, you know, everything we had, it was ours. Yeah. You know, everything we did, we worked it right out of his ain't house, right mm-hmm. there in the scatter site apartment and shit. Mm-hmm. Came back there, ran all the bit of cats out, told me to be holding this down for a minute. Mm-hmm. You understand? And then we start shooting different places. One was at his aunt's house and shit mm-hmm. like that. And uh, Nas was supposed to be in that movie. Really, I asked him to come be in it. But at the time, he didn't know us. I met Nas in North Carolina. We mm-hmm. did a show. And Nas had never heard of us before. So he mm-hmm. was going after us closing. Man, we had the fucking people going crazy in there. Yeah. <laughs> I was standing on the side of the stage and that's like, who is these motherfuckers? Mm-hmm. So I wind up running with him after this little show and shit. Told him, I'm like, nah, man, you need to come to be doing this movie. I'm about it. This world's going to be hot. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, you need to be in it. Mm-hmm. You're going to be the dude we're going to bring down, you know, because we got to come. 
So he wind up was, you know, he was a little, he didn't know us and shit. He knew, but he knew he was just some wild cats. And I guess we looked at crazy and shit at the time, you know, for what yeah. we was doing, plus what we was talking about. Yeah, yeah. So we wind up getting uh Mac 10. He came down. And did. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. when Mac Dime came down. Yeah. He got down the flicking shit. Okay. But, you know, most of my other dudes really wasn't trying to come see us like yeah, that. Yeah, they so was we, probably scared to come back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they knew we had it on lock. When he came yeah. down, he was like, man, y'all, 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 y'all like that. Yeah. Like, you know, we was paying motherfuckers good. Then, you know, we hit a nigga with yeah, 20 sure. pieces or whatever, whenever, you know, as soon as yeah. you come down, man, put that in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, we got some work to do. We're going to take care. You got to worry about shit. You know, when you down here, you under my protection. You got to worry about nothing. Mm-hmm. Nobody going to fuck with you. You know what I mean? Oh, you know how it is when I come down there. It's oh, all yeah. good. And you know how it is when you come out here. You know how we get down. Straight up, I mean, we that's come right to each other, you know. What so, yeah, was was understood. Don't need to be explained. Don't have to be explained, <laughs> you know what I mean? So once um, so once No Limit starts thriving, I mean, hit record after hit record, you know what I mean? And then P starts picking up established uh uh acts, or or I should say, already established acts from from other labels. He he acquires Mystical, you know what I mean? What was it like for Mystical coming to the tank? Because, you know, you know, No Limit was all, it started family. You know what I'm saying? It was all close-knit people. But then Mystical, you know, coming from Jive. What was that like? And that, was, that, was, that, was, that was one of the prouder moments in, in, in the history of No Limit for me. Anyway, the way we handled the whole situation. Because mm-hmm. we, we knew Mystical from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a guy in New Orleans that had Mystical signed to him. Yeah, he was scared to death for us. Big, know, it was big trying, boy, big truck, big yeah, boy. big yeah. big boy. Yeah. So we was trying to chuck his name, Chuck. So we we was gonna do a deal with him to acquire Mystical, mm-hmm. but he was afraid of us. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to. And then you know, sometimes black people got a problem doing building another black prison on things, whatever. So he go to Jive, do a deal, get him on Jive right. Mm-hmm. So he missed out here. He ain't making no money. I mean, people ain't taking care of him. You know, he got one of them dick deals and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so he stuck. Fucked up, but he got all his talent. Mm-hmm. So we like, fuck it then. We're going to just cut out the middle man. We jumped on a plane from LA, about 15 of us, champ poking me. Man, it was cool. All of us had put guns on the planes, shit, man, we gone. <laughs> so we we get to New York. We don't call or nothing. Go to Jive Records, go downstairs, hit the button, tell the people we going up to Jive. Went to their office. Walked in the office, went in the conference room and sat down and told him, call Barry Wise out here right now. Mm-hmm. We need to talk to him. It was like, oh, 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 wait, wait, y'all can't come in here, shit. We in there now. What you going to do? How you going to stop us? Mm-hmm. Who going to stop us? So we called, but he was scared. Like he acted like he wasn't there at first, just that and other. It's like, nah, man, we want to talk business. What's up? So he coming there with his account and shit like that. And bam, we got mystical with us and shit. So he in there, we sitting down and shit. So we sitting at this big old conference table. And he come in, P hit him, hit him with him. He's like, man, listen to me. I want to explain something to you. Miss guy, homeboy from New Orleans. He really want to be with us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know what y'all kind of deal y'all got over here, but, you know, we trying to get past all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So this is where we at. We want him to be with us. He going to come be with us. How we going to work this out? And dude, like, you know, dude was running it like, uh, Dude was running it like, um, which we call it. Barry was running it like, um, telling us some shit about, oh well, Mexico on our label. I mean, um, and he owe us so much. We got this much invested in him, this much invested in him. 
boom, 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 bam, bam. He in the red, this, that, and the third. So he's like, man, Mexico was about $350,000. He in the red, he put the books, had his account, pulled shit out, whatever. He said, oh, that's all? He took a checkbook out, wrote him a check for $350,000 and threw it on his table. And say, well, good, that'll cover all his losses. Is that all we got to do? Now he's coming with us. If he got to be in AR department or he just get featured on everybody's record, he's going to be with us. So, however you want to do that, do that. But that check good as a motherfucker. He took Mexico and rolled out. He was, he was fucked up. <laughs> that guy was fucked up. Ain't nobody never came to his office, talked to him like that and shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, he called, he called Brian Turner them back at Priority. Man, you need to get this guy, this P, y'all need to put this guy on the leash. He up here threatening us, came up here just throwing money around, talking about he's going to take mystical. Barry told him, well, I don't know what to tell you, but we can't do nothing with him and what he do. He own his own company. Mm-hmm. He was like, what? Like, yeah, we, we couldn't sign him. You know, he did a distribution deal with us. Everything his is his. So you talking to <laughs> who you need to be talking you to. You talking to work the boss. Something out, you better work it out with him. Yeah, yeah. So, so after that, shortly after that, he called back and shit. He's like, you know, oh man, let's work something out. We can <laughs> we can partner up and do something with him together and this, yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, we thought so. <laughs> yeah, now nah, that's a dope. That's dope. And I, I remember when that happened too. You know, that was a proud moment for P and for the team. Um, oh yeah. And uh, you know, that's the thing about P bro. Like he, you know, and we all learn this, especially me, you know what I mean? Like, you know, P goes and everything with utter confidence. You know what I'm saying? He know what he want. He ain't going to take no for answer. He going to do it his way. You know what I'm saying? He don't yeah. matter if it don't make sense to nobody, but as long as nobody it makes sense ain't him, got to, he don't yeah. give a shit. It makes no. sense in his head. He going to go with his move. You know what yeah, I mean? That's it. Um, so I learned that from him. Um, and so after he gets mystical, so now what was the situation at pri- priority when now he 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 the boss he run his company like he see fit but didn't priority have an issue with him putting out albums uh as often as he well, wanted to Well it was it was priority in their in their code and they would they had to deal with BMI. Mm-hmm. And so what they did the people from BMI was over in London. So they had a they had a structure in which they put albums out. They yeah. they release one album a year mm-hmm. from a company, yep. and they have to keep all the other albums and stack like they them. They used up. to do that old shit. Yeah, that mm-hmm. old school shit. So I'm sitting in there with P, and I do numbers. Mm-hmm. I said, P, are we making this off of this album because Ice Cream Man first thing is sold thirty five thousand. That was nothing. Mm-hmm. But as the months went on, it started selling fifty, seventy five, a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. It went up. It climbed and climbed and climbed. Mm-hmm. And then once we saw the kind of revenue we were generating. We just did the numbers on it and say, well, damn, man, if we put out five of these or ten of these in a year, you know how much money they're fucking owe us? Mm-hmm. And he was like, show sure this. That's when we put the production team together. Mm-hmm. East by the pound, worked them around the clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, K-Loop worked them around the clock. All the producers we had, XL, worked them around the clock. Mm-hmm. And then we start grabbing all these groups and putting the albums together on because we already had it set up for the next ones to come out mm-hmm. in, in the Ice Cream Man. So after the Ice Cream Man, it was set up for all these other releases to come out. Mm-hmm. So we decided to do them all in one year. We put out like 14 albums in one year. And the people had a meeting with us. They flew across the water when we were trying to do it. It was like, uh, we sat at a big conference table, all us in there, me and Pete. And then Ryan Turner, Mark, all the owners and shit in there. So they're like, listen, Y'all want to do this, but you, this is not done in the industry. This is not how you do business. 
and this is what you need to do, this, that, and the other. And P said, I've stood up in there and told him, he said, you know, y'all problem is, y'all think white is right. But white ain't motherfucking right today. It's my shit, I own it. I take this motherfucker, walk across the street, and go to, uh, uh, that was uh, at the time. Capital. No, not Capital. Uh, no baby that was on. Uh, Universal. Universal. Uh, Universal. Universal. Mm. He said, I walk right over there. They call me every day. He said, a motherfucker from Universal call me every day. <laughs> he said, y'all dang white or right, but that shit ain't happening today. Yeah. This is my shit. This is what I'm going to do. And if y'all don't want to rock with that, then y'all can not rock with me. Yeah. And right now, I'm holding y'all company up. Man, I had done the numbers. We on 12% of the market share by the time we put out them 12, 14 albums that year. Priority was going under when we came down. Yeah, and yeah. Nobody, they had nobody that ever queued, and he had fell off one seven-minute record at Mac 10. Yeah. And that was it. That shit, that was going down. Because at some point, they was paying y'all to shit, put their artists, you know, put the new on limit brand right. on their artists. That's what they, that's exactly what they was doing. Mm-hmm. Letting let, lending that tank to them. You know, yep. we had enough clout we can lend motherfucking respect. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. So how did you feel when when P stood up and said that? Man, that was now that was like a number one proudest moment yeah. at the time. Because for me it was empowering just seeing a black man stand up to the establishment and uh let white folks know that hey, this our shit. You know, mm-hmm. it ain't nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. So either you rock with it, you roll with it, or you get rolled over. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, come on, boss, let's go. We left and walked out the room. So when we got out the door, I hugged that nigga tight as I could. I said, boy, that's the most powerful shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I, said, man, I, I said, man, listen to me. I love you the rest of me, your life. I love you now, but for that, you can't do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what they say. Yeah, real talk. Nah, that's yeah. some powerful shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's I mean, super powerful. And that's what it's about. That's why that's why he's always preaching that ownership. It's important for, for us to own something. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times we get manipulated by the machine and the establishment. And like even with uh like Jay Prince was saying, a lot of these bigger companies, they'll come in, try to move in and muscle you out and take over your shit. And, you know, after you done done all the hard work and heavy lifting, then they come in trying to punk you out your shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So, you know, to be able to have a foresight to see the value in what it is that you're creating, you know, because a lot of niggas will fall for the crumbs. They'll they'll oh, take yeah. the little crumbs, you know what I'm saying, and go with it because I don't want to say no names, but I know of other artists that got the same deal at the same time P did, but they didn't hustle as hard. You know what I'm saying? I know one particular Bay Area artist, he got some little money from Priority. He went and bought a Lexus in the studio. You know what I'm saying? And that was it. You know, yeah. he, he he didn't work. He didn't hustle. Had the same opportunity as P, but he just didn't exploit it properly. You know, right. um, so once now you rolling and you was kind of in charge of. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if you want to go into that, because I know you was kind of overseeing some of the artists. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I know um, some of them didn't want to go to the studio, uh, you know, how they were supposed to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. you had to go and, uh, you know, yeah, kind of yeah. remind them what it was. <laughs> you know, once you once you get to a certain point in life, you start you know like it's even like your kids, like when they up under you, they look at you like their parent and they don't see yeah. you for for the for the man you are, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, but, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. But, but they see everybody else in the street respect you to a certain weight and mm-hmm. on a certain level. Mm-hmm. And then you keep a lot of shit from happening to them, but they ain't understanding that mm-hmm. you protecting them, mm-hmm. you know. What I'm and this why, sometimes you just got to remind them, look, this why is like that. Mm-hmm. Why are you here? Why are you safe? Yeah. 
why I'm a guardian because this is who I am. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and that's that's all that is. Yeah, you know? yeah. So you gotta let them know that you know who you are. That's yeah. all. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just need to, you need to always be respectful of things that protect you and things that take care of you. You need mm-hmm. to have a respect for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else got a respect for it, but now that you laying up under me and 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 you next to me, Get you feeling like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, it's it's all cool. Yeah. I could whatever. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm that dude with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm I'm that dude with my family too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you know that you're gonna be that way with your son, with mm-hmm. you with a dude in the street or whatever. You're gonna always keep it real 100. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. You, you gotta respect this to a certain amount because I give it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I'm gonna get it back. And mm-hmm. you gotta always understand that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so if you get a little out of focus, you know, I readjust your focus a little bit. That's mm-hmm. all. You had to do that with a couple artists, huh? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. readjust their focus. That's all. Just <laughs> make sure they can see what reality is. Yeah, That's yeah, all. It's not, yeah. Not like, you know, no big thing, like nobody was doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. So out of the way, it's just, just keeping it real. Like, it's yeah. just what it is. Yeah. Um. So now everything's rolling, but now it's drama. You know what I'm saying? Um. C. C murder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now bro bro, you know, gets caught up in some mess. You know, what was that like when you got the news of that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that- it was just totally... It's totally disappointing. Uh, it's hard when you see, it's like you, you see your brother, all right? Like you see me, and you see me going sideways. Mm-hmm. You pull my coat, and you telling me, man, listen to me. You, know, you ain't really you know, doing that the way it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. You understand? And I tell you, man, fuck you. I'm, you know, this, that, and the other. I'm going to do my thing. Woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like disappointing because you like, you can see the shit happening. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people so subjective to something, they're not objective enough to stand back and see. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm objective, I'm always standing back. Even in my situation, I try to remove myself from it and look at myself as an outsider looking in, mm-hmm. uh, objectively, you know, not subjectively, like, like being inside it. Because sometimes you're so close to something, right. you can't see around you. Right. You're right there. Right. And that's what it was for me. It just was so, you know, like disappointing because I could see where it was ending up at. Like mm-hmm. the dudes he was running with and shit, I ain't like come around me when I was hustling. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in the street, they couldn't even come around me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I don't want you around me. Mm-hmm. If I see you, if you, if, if, you, if it look like you coming my way, just start banging because mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Because I know what you are. You a mm-hmm. snake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And this, that, and other. And that's why, you know, he just laid down with some snakes. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Because, I mean, shit, see, innocent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Person, he just laid down with some snakes. Yeah. The person and that did it admitted it, you know, and they still, you know, they still. Well, you know, they've been after us, man. And people used to yeah. follow us on planes, man. Yeah. They used to follow yeah. us, man. They wanted us so bad. I've been there for that. They swore, mm-hmm. they swore we was yeah. into something other than yeah. music. Yeah. Because everybody respected us and they, they had heard all about us. Plus, you know, my jacket was fucked up, you mm-hmm. know, like shit like that. So they was always on the motherfucker trying to bust us doing something, but it was too late. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We had to turn the corner already. Yeah. I mean, like, y'all yeah. chasing the ghost now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's dead, you know, stinking, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what type of time y'all know. Yeah, I remember a couple of times back in the early 2000s, um, shit, we would be coming through the airport and, you know, them folks would be waiting on us, you know what I'm saying, with signs acting like they car service or just dumb shit, you know what I'm all saying? All kind of shit, man. Mm-hmm. All type of shit. 
Yeah, that shit was crazy back then. And then it's like that shit, you start feeling like a target. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, how far y'all going to go? Because I seen what y'all did with, with Murder, Inc., seeing what they did with Rap-A-Lot. It's like, so you know that the, the target's on your back. And, you know, all of us, you know. Man, every every cat I know that got hit that went to jail since shit, after we got big and, and on, got questions about me. All my all my dudes, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. All of them, sit mad and people, and people straight ask me about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. straight up. They yeah. told me, man, and people said straight up. Hey, I told them, I don't know what y'all talking about. Man, what are y'all talking about? Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like they, mm-hmm. they didn't all told me, and not one. I'm talking like eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hard yeah. hitters. Yeah. So I'm curious, bro. Out of all the albums, so no limit. What we sold, a hundred million records. You yep. know what I'm saying? What are your top five? I'm just curious. What are your top five no limit records? Uh I'm gonna have to do ghetto dope, uh I'm about it. Uh me or definitely lady like uh I gotta go with Mac. Um Mac Shell Shocked. Um mm-hmm. And uh, shit, the last dime. Yeah. Shit, uh, uh, guys, soldier slim. Man, I, shit, it's, it's more than five, huh? <laughs> no, it's, 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 hard, it's hard to put, it's hard to put five of them, man. I'm, mm-hmm. man, Silk Seafers, Seafers album. Oh my God. That TRU album, that first TRU yeah, album. Yeah, that True to the Game. Yeah, that's oh one my of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, classic. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Like, so, you know, like that type of shit. And more, more for me was P shit, um, and then mystical, unpredictable. I mm-hmm. mean, like, dude, but mystical and Mia, mm-hmm. Mac was my favorite rapper on the label. I, I love Mac. Yeah, Mac, Mac was style. dope. Yeah, me another one. Ain't yeah. did nothing. Ain't, ain't did nothing. nobody. Right. Ain't did it. But Mac wasn't even like wasn't gonna do none of that. Right. I was like, who they got? <laughs> but they wanted us. See, you gotta understand. They mm-hmm. wanted P so bad. Yep. Me, mm-hmm. P. They wanted the top. They was trying to get the head. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yep. They kept, kept, kept. So we used to tell them, "Let dudes look. You see these people following us all this. Watch what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Don't put yourself in no fucked up situation." Mm-hmm. Mac decided to go do a concert to try to make some money on the side and this, that, and the other, and mm-hmm. and go to the country town and get caught up. Yeah, some bullshit. That he ain't do. Yeah. He ain't had nothing to do with it. It's like, dude, you the biggest name though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when you go somewhere at court, if I if nobody know me and you big court, mm-hmm. and everybody know big court, mm-hmm. if if I kill somebody, if a dude around kills somebody, they was with big court. Yep. Yep. Big court. That's mm-hmm. the first thing they gonna say. Mm-hmm. So that's why I would tell them you go put yourself in a situation with people that ain't on your level. Mm-hmm. And then you know you put yourself out there, and then mm-hmm. what? What you doing that for? Yeah. Like, how they gonna help you in any way? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what they did, chasing a few dollars. Real talk. And it's funny that you said that because that happened to me in real life, for real, for real. Yeah. And, and I've always been cognizant of that, to be honest with you, because I've always been so closely associated with P and with you. You know, right. it, it. I know I have to walk a line. You know what I'm saying? Because right. <clears throat> right. I can do some dumb shit, and it, it won't even be about me. 
it'll be Master P's homeboy. You That's know what right. I'm saying? It probably won't even give me a name. It'll just no. be Master yeah. P's homeboy. We ain't yeah. killed up five motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, it's crazy just the people don't understand, you know, the we got to move different. You know what I mean? Yeah. We right. have to Completely. move different. Mm-hmm. So, so now fast forward, you know what I mean? You, we do all of that. We get mystical. Then Snoop comes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What was that like? Man, that was a beautiful thing, man. You know, and uh, but at the time when I saw Snoop, I he was in a bad way. You know, mm-hmm. all this shit with him, and he was really he was on his ass. Yeah, dude was broke. I couldn't believe it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm thinking this big icon been around forever. You know, there's sold millions of records. I'm thinking this dude's super straight. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when we meet him and, 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 and get into it with him and start talking to him, we find out, you know, he just came straight real with it. He's like, man, listen, I got shelved, me and this dude beefing, it's some bullshit, we stuck up with work. So people are like, man, shit, you got a home over here? You know what I mean? I said, man, don't worry about nothing, man. I took my chain off, put my tank on it, and put it on his neck. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's yours. You home. You ain't got to worry about nothing. Mm-hmm. Worry about shit. He gave him a he gave him like twenty, thirty thousand put in mm-hmm. pocket. As soon as we got with him, soon yeah, as we met that's him. What he you said. Got, yeah. And you ain't got to worry about none of that, man. Come on, you with us now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You won't, you won't, we got you. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure your family, you don't worry, you coming down south. Mm-hmm. Bought him a mansion, you know what I'm saying? Bought him down south, put him up, kept him safe, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Put him in the studio. Shit, mm-hmm. I start getting his money. So, so what was it like being on the front line dealing with that death row energy? Because I know even back then, you know, Suge was still low key on his bullshit. I mean, yeah. I know what it is, but I'm saying, you know, for for the for the viewers, and you, know, you know how we rock, Corey. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. We have we have no fear about nothing. We don't care about nothing. Don't get in the way of my money. It's all like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I'm, I don't I don't go for bad or none of that shit. But please don't play with me at all. You don't have a problem with me. I won't have none with you. Mm. You get in my way, then it's gonna be some shit gonna happen. Yeah, all to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's it. Because I know we had to. Uh, you know, what I'm saying the soldiers kind of had to give them a little, a little message at a show when I guess the death row cats tried to come it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know they, what I'm saying? And, they, you know. they came back there trying to whatever, whatever. But we, it was bad. We just. Put him in their place, got it right, but Snoop was out of pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, he left and went somewhere that he wasn't supposed to be. He was supposed to be with us. Mm-hmm. So a couple of the dudes were stragglers, and then they got at him and shit. And he was running and shit, trying to get away from him. And he had a pound of weed on him. He mm-hmm. ran out the back door straight into the police. <laughs> police he ran into the police. <laughs> ran straight into the police with a pound of weed in his in his bag, in his yeah. uh jacket. Damn. <laughs> we running from the, the, the dudes from yeah. that room and shit until we caught the dudes and shit and whatever and got them straight, got them up out there or whatever. Mm-hmm. But by that time, all the commotion had started and all the police turned their guns on us because mm-hmm. they thought we was the dudes that was fucking with him. Mm-hmm. But really, we was trying to, you know, mm-hmm. MCA was with us that night. Man, we, we had a few people with us, man. Mm-hmm. You said yeah. MCA was with you? Yeah, MCA. Yeah, what'd he do? MCA, you know MCA from LA, so they used to police come and draw shotguns, yeah, on their knees and put their hand behind their head and all yeah. that shit. And I told them people, fuck y'all. We not putting our man, it was about 15 of us. Hey, yeah. fuck y'all, we not doing none of that shit. 
we kicked the door back open and ran back inside because at the amphitheater out there, mm-hmm. they got these two big double back doors. Mm-hmm. And so we ran out of trying to make sure Snoop was safe and get him. But he didn't ran to the police in the police car. So when we run out of the back, they got like five or six police with shotguns talking about get on the ground. Mm-hmm. So MC80 mentally gets on the ground, yeah. get on his knees. <laughs> and, and we're looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, that's, that's yeah. some stupid ass shit. Yeah, man, fuck get that. your ass up. Whack. Man, listen to me because we we all had guns on us. Yeah. So it, it didn't make no sense for us to do that. Yeah. But now we about to have to fight a case and all that other shit yeah. too. Man, we took ran back into the place. He was still on the ground talking about they gonna kill us. Y'all better get down and all that shit. So we go back in the spot, right? Mm-hmm. So because that wasn't part of our culture, you yeah. know what I mean? He that's what he was acclimated to. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then uh, we go back in the place and shit. And we told the limos, because all the limos were in the back by the police, told them to come around the front. Mm-hmm. So the limos swung around to the front. We go out the front door with the people mm-hmm. that was leaving out. Yeah. And then all of us got in the limos and shit. Yeah. And got out of there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's dope. That's dope. So, <clears throat> so now we got the movies rolling. You do I Got the Hook Up, you know what I'm saying, which you did a great job. A lot of people know you from that movie. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So now... You know, what was that like? Now you start getting notoriety, you know what I'm saying? As Boz the actor. You know Acting what I mean? and all yeah. of that. Yeah, man. It yeah. was good. It was all fun, man. That, mm-hmm. that movie was so hilarious, man. John Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we had all the like girls that was there that was in the planning club. We had real strippers mm-hmm. and hookers and all type of shit, man. We had a ball, man. That set was lit. Mm-hmm. You know, your girl from The View and shit. Mm-hmm. That's my girl and shit. So, uh, you know, so we man, we had it. We had a great time, great cast. You know, mm-hmm. we started making movies and mm-hmm. all getting a little more serious about Hollywood. You know, your yeah. main man, mm-hmm. your main man, Tiny Lister. You understand? Yeah, man. Rest your, in peace to my big brother, bro. Yeah, your big brother, your yeah. big brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was in there, man. He was super hip, super cool dude. Yeah. You know? yeah. And he came in there, man. He had done so many movies and shit. And he mm-hmm. was out there with us and shit, man. Mm-hmm. He enjoyed it. He had a good time meeting us, hooking up with us and shit. Yeah. That's my guy, man. That was that was, that was my guy. Man. Yeah, everybody, everybody in Sacramento only thought Boz was an actor. Really? Because you got you got to remember, this is all before the internet, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so there's no information. So the first time we seen him was on the cover of about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. oh, this must be P's guy who act mm-hmm. in New Orleans, and then we saw I got the hookup, and he's in that <laughs> because the information wasn't like what right, it is today. Right, so right. It was just like. Right. It's like, oh, this is this is dope. But you know, Boz like that, man. He yeah. it's funny because it's like Boz, you you gotta be around him. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, he, he liked to be off in the cut, but then kinda not though. You know what I mean? Like Boz ain't gonna go out of his way to be seen. But if you around, you're gonna see him. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna feel him if he around, you know, because he don't even do social media. You know what I mean? I post shit for Boz. You know what I mean? Boz will hit me with a message or a picture he want to put out there. Say, yeah, post that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Tell the people that's that's a message for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so, I mean, you you gonna, you think you're going to get a social media account? Because they ask me all the time. People always say, man, where Boz? He need a, he need a uh, Instagram. He need a Twitter. I don't really, I don't really attribute none of that. I just, I'm kind of old school, man, and yeah. like, when I grew up there, you know, gangsters move in silence. For sure. You don't mm-hmm. like people to know your moves. Mm-hmm. I don't need to do it to impress nobody or nothing mm-hmm. like that because I am who I am. I'm, I'm securing myself. And mm-hmm. shit, so, I, you know, I've really been who I am, like that guy. So what the fuck? Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? It ain't like it ain't nothing for that. It's, to me, it can only do more harm than good. Because mm-hmm. I don't like people to know how I live, mm-hmm. where I'm doing, mm-hmm. traveling, and all that shit. I don't. Yeah, because I, like I know it. you be doing some cool ass shit, some real yeah, super fun shit. Yeah, but I don't, you know. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I don't, need, I don't need nobody to know that. You know yeah. what I mean? I like a motherfucker to look at me. You know, but the, the best thing about the anonymity of it yeah, all yeah, is yeah. what I like. Yeah. You know, I like this. I, I, I'm still me and people yeah. know me. They know yeah. what I'm about, shit like that. Yeah. But I can still walk down yeah. any street in any hood. Yeah. Go sit in a restaurant. Don't need no bodyguards, yeah. nobody. Fucking with me, yeah. like you know, like that's just that real cat. That's like yeah. that cat. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Nah, I feel you, man. I I had to adjust to the social media era too, because I mean, I only been on social media four years, and I I fought it a long time. I ran from it. You know what I mean? Because you right. know, we from the era where. You know, I didn't even take pictures for real. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really like being in front of the camera like that, you know, um, outside of what I was doing as an artist. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, how now, you know, it's just a lifestyle. That's just everyday life to take pictures, go live, especially if you're building a brand or you're trying to sell something. But, you know, you know how we was back in the day. I didn't want to take a picture because, you know, I wanted deniability of this nigga I'm standing next to. If I need to say I don't know him. And I ain't never met him. Then I need to be able to say that. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, because, you know, back, you know, back in the day, man, the pictures get you a case. You know what oh, I'm saying? Really? You quick, be on fast a, in a, quick fast you, in a hurry. Man, you be on a nigga paperwork and you be talking about, man, I, they just snapped the picture. They be like, nope, y'all gang. Y'all was together. They said it was you. Y'all is y'all. Man, listen, speaking of paperwork and shit, that brought me back to back to time when I did get knocked off and then I look at my indictment, right? So on my indictment, they got the dude van. He was telling, then they got this, then they got a name. I'm looking at it, it's called say Freeway Rick. Like what? Like Freeway Ricky Ross. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm like, I ain't never really I just met this dude. I don't yeah. know this dude. You know what I'm saying? And he was on like, your paperwork? On my paperwork. Wow. On my paperwork. And that shit fucked me up. I still got that indictment too. Damn. So they had yeah. him on there as what? A co-conspirator? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. So because so but see, see, when I got caught up with the cocaine and shit, that was the contra effect. Yeah. See that contra cocaine that mm-hmm. was coming at. Mm-hmm. I say they had a room full of it. Up, mm-hmm. That's where that was at. Ah. So I got caught up in the contra effect. Okay. When I called my case. That's okay. what that was behind. So but your like, work, your work was, was coming from the Nicaraguans. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, yeah, but 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 the dudes on there was the dudes that was getting it and bringing it in, yeah. and like that snowfall shit. Yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah. shit I was calling. So you talking about Blandon and all of them? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. The dude, but but then this dude, Rick had a, he had the work. So mm-hmm. Van them and all them was getting shit from him. Ah, so they was probably getting the shit from somebody who was getting it from uh Rick or yeah. his plug. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. Damn, and they had them like. Um, I'm like, what is this time? He telling on me. I don't even know this dude. <laughs> like, yeah. So he had made statements? He made statements? Yeah, man. This dude was straight up and down, getting down. Damn. For real? Yeah, man. Wow. I know. Fuck me up, too. Let me tell you the irony of that. I got Chico. You know Chico. Chico Brown? Yeah. Yeah, I got Chico coming through the show, too. You know, he was the one that was with Rick. You know, when the shit went down, he was trying to get sell to work. To, yeah. to Chico when when Blandon set him up. 
And I'm telling you, that shit was like crazy. I, I couldn't even believe that shit. Damn, that's crazy. Like, I, I'm like, dude's telling on me, I don't even know. Wow. That's how I be with that conspiracy shit, though. You know what I mean? But damn, then, that's crazy. He making statements against you. Never even met him. You Have you seen Rick, Rick Ross, uh, Freeway Ricky Ross since then? I've never met him. I don't know him. Wow. Wow. But his, but his name was in the paperwork. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Now, I, don't, I don't know if that was a, 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 a 53 free cross to put down or whatever, but back in 80 fucking... Four eighty five. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know if he was doing it like that. I don't know. Yeah, but I know that the, the name was there. Damn. So if you ran across him, what would you? I mean, you know, it was so many years ago. But I mean, if he started to converse with you, you know, and started up a conversation, would you be like, you know what? I will, I will, I will ask him. Do you yeah. remember this case back in nineteen eighty five? Man, is <laughs> that? Did you really? Because this was my paperwork. Say right yeah. here. Is you really that dude? That that this your name right here? Damn. So did you whatever? Yeah, because I yeah. don't know you, dude, and right. I don't know how that went or right. what it was or whether the people put you out there like that or you was one of these CIs or something. Yeah. I don't know. But now that you're saying it, bro, it sound a little bit strange because if that shit happened in eighty five, eighty six, he didn't go down to like the early nineties. You know that yeah. his big case was until the nineties. Yeah, it was in the eighties. Yeah, wow. I got knocked in nineteen eighty five. Damn. Okay. Yeah. See, his shit didn't go down to like the '90s, so I don't know, bro. You know what I mean? Although that sound kind of, you know, well, oh, that, that just what happened. You so, know, like it didn't. Man, I done met so many people and then bumped into people. Like when I was in Oklahoma and I was hustling and shit. Mm-hmm. Charlie, Charlie Wilson. You know, Gap Band. Gap Band. My man. Now this man sit up, man. Me and him sit up all night together. Mm-hmm. He, he got me my first motorcycle. Just go for me all now. I'm 19 years old. He was in Tulsa. Yeah, he was. That's where he's from. Oh, for real? I didn't know that. Greenwood Archer and Pine is what the Gap Band stand for. That's uh-huh. the streets. Greenwood Archer and Pine. That's the streets they grew up on. Man, you learn yeah. something every day. I never knew that. Yeah, so I'm out there hustling and mm-hmm. bumping to Charlie. He got buku money and he mm-hmm. lived in apartments across the street from me. We get hooked up. I'm serving him like party going off all night. I sit up all night in the studio with him and shit. Damn. <laughs> she was crazy. And then we then once I went to jail and shit. Boom. He had like a bill with me or whatever. You know, nigga charge that to the game. Yeah. So he walk in with Snoop. When Snoop we signed Snoop and shit. <laughs> yeah. Charlie come to the video shoot, the song he did with Mia. Yeah. So he come to I see him, right? I said, Charlie, what's up, my man? He was like spook. Yeah. No, because you know he had to start changing his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that shit, shit like yeah. that. So yeah. So he had a he had an old bill with you from. from yeah. Some... yeah, you know I put him on the side and fuck with him. Yeah, said, yeah. Money, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, man, that was my dude, man. Charlie, man, me and Charlie used to rock, man, real mm-hmm. tough. Yeah, I'm, I was young, you know what I mean. Then I got knocked off and shit, mm-hmm. and then took that ride and shit. Then I, I seen him years later, you know, and then. Yeah. It came full circle because now we in music and shit, right, you know. And right. Snoop coming on and he coming with Snoop, and then we bump into each other and start yeah. talking and shit, you know. Yeah. It was like a circle, dude. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you mm-hmm. never know who you gonna meet, what you gonna be into, shit like that. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Real talk. So yeah. now fast forward into now, like what you got, what you into these days? You know what I'm saying? I, I get a lot of people on social media, man, always asking me about you. You know what I'm saying? So what what what's buys got up? You know what you got your hands in today? You know, I, I've done a few things over the years since Mo Limit. Uh, 
housing. I got some rental spot shit like that, like mm-hmm. Airbnb. But my main uh, source of income now is a mental health facility. I'm in a mental health. So I have like mental health facilities. They consider like hospitals mm-hmm. and uh, it's, it's helping managing, running string of them. I got my nephew, my son working with them. Mm-hmm. man, D glove, you know. Mm-hmm. So shout out the glove. Yeah, 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 yeah. Without a doubt, my main man. So we are uh, we making that happen and shit, moving forward with that. That's like main thing I'm into at this particular moment. Mm-hmm. We gonna see you in any more movies? You gonna do? You gonna? Are you done with the acting thing? I don't know. Depending on what what, what called me up. If it's something that we doing, I can't turn y'all. Yeah, yeah. Like do whatever y'all want to do. Something I'll come do whatever for y'all. Yeah, yeah. I ain't, I ain't no Hollywood cat, and I ain't going audition for a motherfucking thing and all yeah, that. Shit. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't do that. <laughs> but I fucks with my people, and if you need my support and something, yeah, and I can help you in any way, I'm gonna be there for you. Always, always. Thanks. Same thing for P or whatever. Yeah. Y'all feel like, hey, I want buys to do this or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to come do it for you. You yeah. know how we do You ain't never told me no, bro. About nothing. <laughs> about and, and, nothing. And, and, and I ain't charge you a dime for it ain't either. ain't charge me a dime about nothing. Whatever you, whatever yeah. you want, you can have yeah. it for me. You know, that's yeah. how I am with my people. Yeah, man. One, It's so funny, bro, because, you know, one thing about me and you, you know, we kindred spirits. Um, and uh, it's funny because P... Whenever we all be together, we doing our thing. You know, me and you always go off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you know, we shit. always go off on our whole thing. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, when I get back, PV like, come on, man. Like, what, <laughs> man, what y'all niggas? <laughs> y'all niggas trying to fuck yeah, up with y'all. Yeah, he, he think we on some bullshit. He think we yeah, on some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? No, so, you know, P got, you know, P, I always tell P, I say, P, listen to me. The things that you've done bad in your life made you the person you are just as good as the things you've done good in your mm-hmm. life just as much you can't hang your hat on just all good things all the time because that ain't actually the way things go mm-hmm. everything in life is a yin and a yang you know it's, just, it's day and it's nighttime mm-hmm. you know what i mean and you got to be able to handle both of those things you mm-hmm. know? and i know that you know his thing now is he just you know positivity mm-hmm. straightforward uplifting mm-hmm. all of that but you know me, I play how it go. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Whatever your hand calls for, what the fuck I'm going to give you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't about being no type of way, but being straight. Yeah. You know yeah. You, you play, you're going to get played with. Hey, real talk. Yeah. Hey, that's what I tell motherfuckers. I come in peace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't got to fuck over you. But at the same time, I can give you what you ask for, too. You know what I mean? Like, like, like they say, like they say in the art of war, a good soldier prepare for war in, in time, a time of, of peace. peace. Yeah, you already know. <laughs> you already know. I got a, uh, I got a question about the acting. Gone in sixty seconds. How did that? How did that happen? Um, that went cool. They called Peter to do a part for uh, Gone in sixty seconds, and uh, they had some guys in there that was going to be with him and shit, right? So I'm like, well, fuck it. They could do it. Just uh, put me in there. You understand? I'm like, well, tell them, you know, I come with you. You understand? It's attached that to that. I won't act with Nicholas Cage and Anthony Julie and all that. Fuck, I get in the movie with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it was. They called him up. He was like, all right, I got my partner, Baz. He goes, you know Baz. He yeah. with me everything I do. Yeah. yeah. So that was it. Yeah. Now, that was dope. You did a good job in that, too. I'm telling you, bro, you a natural. You're yeah. a natural. Most deaf. Yeah. Big brother, you know, I got nothing but love for you. You know what I'm saying? You already know what that is. You know, I la- lay down for you, do whatever, hop in front of a bullet for you. You already know that. You know what I'm saying? And, to and, the death. And, and, 
and lay some of them down for me. That's the point. That's yeah, absolutely. The point. Absolutely. You know that. that yeah, that's what <laughs> I get me started. I tell, I tell look at our people always trying to die for something. You know, yeah. we ain't going to die. We're going to kill for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Real talk. But I want you here with me. You, you, you already know. You already know. But on this show, bro, I like to give people their flowers. You know what I'm saying? Why they're here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh-huh. I want to let you know that I personally, you know, as a personal friend and brother, I appreciate you. But just the, the, the hip-hop community, you know what I mean? Just as a whole, you know. I know this, you know, because I'm on social media. So, man, they got love for you. We got love for you. I appreciate everything, you know, especially playing your part. You were very instrumental even in P, you know what I'm saying, in many ways, being able to accomplish what he did, you know, and being a part of that, which in essence created a lane for me. You know what I'm saying? Because most likely if it wasn't for you and P, I wouldn't be here. You know what I mean? So, I want to give you your flowers while you're here, bro. Tell you I appreciate you. Got love for you. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? Well, like like I love. told you before, and you, 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 I see myself in you mm-hmm. and everything that you're doing and, and the moves you're making and this platform you're taking and things that you're doing to perpetuate, perpetuate yourself further in life mm-hmm. is a beautiful thing. And I'm proud, you understand, to say you my brother. You understand? Mm-hmm. I'm proud to say that you and my family, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and I'm proud of you and the things that you are doing and accomplishing with all of these things that you want to be into. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you, you you taking your lead and you taking points from other people that made it that successful mm-hmm. and you utilizing them in your life to be successful. And that, and, and that right there is commendable in itself. I appreciate that, big brother. You know, and like I said, you didn't always supported me, you know what I mean? Through everything. There's yeah, never been good. a no. I never heard a no from you. Even if it was some bullshit, you know what I'm saying? I yeah, you know, yeah. I know I can call you the middle of the night, bye, but yeah. I got these bodies in the trunk, bro. I need you to come. <laughs> like, well, fuck. Let me shit. Nigga, you couldn't have called me earlier. I was asleep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you ain't gonna say no. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I appreciate you, big brother. You know, keep doing what you're doing, keep being great, you know what I mean? And keep, you know, spread. Because one thing about you, you got game. You know what I mean? You got a lot of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And you always are free to share it. You know what I'm saying? So yes, I love that about you. So I just want to give you flowers while, while you're here, bro. Appreciate you, black man. Nothing but love. You yeah, know that. for sure. For sure. Hey, well, that's it. I'm going to let you go, bro. Two-hand salute to you, bro. Yes, sir. Power, power to the people. Yeah, power to the people. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.